Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. So yesterday was Taco Tuesday Eve, and today is... National Taco Tuesday, and it is Tuesday. It It is National Taco Tuesday. It's National Taco Day. Do you know what day it is? It's a day like any other. Everyone can celebrate your mom, your dad, your sister, brother. It is my favorite day. I just can't stop the feeling. It's all I think about from Wednesday morning to Monday evening. And when the time has come, I do a happy dance. I turn off my phone and then I put on stretchy pants. So if you feel this way, like I do... Shout it out with feeling I'm beside you. Taco Tuesday. This is my favorite day. And so, hey, go to Greenhouse Take Coffee, 2299 East 17th Street. Get yourself some tacos and a nice cup of joe. And an at, amazing yes. glazed donut chaser. Uh, yeah, uh, that's Ooh, right. Yes. On it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. It's Tuesday. So, Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, we got some special guests in the studio today. Uh, Simeon's here. Nice to hear from him. And we also have the Potato Heads. They're here with their little spud. Um, and they apparently didn't get the memo. They're still holding tickets from uh, Tim and the Glory Boys. The <laughs> they hotel. better watch out because uh, Amazing Glazed Donuts are made out of potatoes. I mean, those little I, turkeys I've over been there. I noticed they've been, you I've been, they've been slowly moving across the counter yeah, here, yeah. Uh, getting away from Dean. Uh, hey, we got uh, Gary Austin, <laughs> uh, our engineer and producer, uh, Man Under Glass. We're really thankful for him. We've got uh, Steve, the red, over here. I'm here. Uh, and it's so nice to have Hello. him here. I, I, we don't know what he does, but he comes and he watches us for 20 That's minutes. Right. And everything. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and then, of course, we've got uh, we got Pastor Shane. we got Pastor Hi, Dave. Hi, Pastor Shane. i uh, got Hello. myself. I'm Pastor Ty. And then we have uh, the other guy is not here today. Uh, still dealing with some family things. But we got the other, other guy. we got Dean here from uh, the our uh, our campus in Pocatello, our Waterford yes. campus in Pocatello, and Amazing Glaze uh, Donuts. And so uh, we're so thankful for you. And uh, this is, like we said, um, so... Guys, favorite kind of taco? Got it. Got to go down. What is it? Cabeza. Cabeza. Cabeza tacos, man. Ooh, man, I like cabeza tacos. Yeah. But my favorite would be grilled fish. Grilled yes. fish. Okay. Pescado. I'm a good fish so, taco. so as of lately, the one I've found the best is there's a place in Pocatello that does pork carne asada uh, street tacos. Okay. So it's a combo. Al Pastor, maybe it's yeah it's in there. Yeah, that sounds pork? like a, yeah. yeah, yeah, pork yeah. belly, pork belly tacos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. bacon. Man. So wait a minute. So Steve, what about you? Fish tacos. Fish tacos. Yes. So Gary, nice Redmer. I love a super taco. What? <laughs> Whoa! What is a super taco? So a super that taco is a hard huge. shell taco with a uh, flour tortilla on the outside. Mm-hmm. Did he just say tortilla? He did. He did. Tortilla. He did. Oh my tortilla. goodness. So everyone, yeah. English is our second language. She's Napoleon. And then, and then do you, quesadilla. Hey, do you, Gary, do you <laughs> so put beans then. And, que- and that queso cheese in between? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, refried beans in do, between. and Do like jalapenos or olives yeah. in between you know, the shells, yeah. too? See, oh, see, yeah. See, see. oh, yeah. So Taco Bell used to make this all the time. Uh, yeah, are they called like chalupas or something? I don't no. know. I don't know. If they don't make them Taco anymore. Taco Bell? Yeah. <laughs> so, they no. actually used, they used to call them, once upon a time when they had them, they called them the double-decker. Oh, yes. Double-decker. So Super Taco... So yeah. for you, but what meat? 
just hamburger. Hamburger? Just, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I Listen, so when it comes to tacos, I'm a little bit of a purist. So for me, it's ground beef, but it's got to taste. Ground beef? It's got, yeah. It's not shredded beef. No, ground. Uh, ground beef. Uh, I can't go there with you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I, mean, I love but, you both. But, but you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. When it comes down to here. it, I, you know, when it comes down to it, I like any kind of taco. Um, uh, so, right. but... But I'm that purist. But it's that the the um, the beef has to kind of soak into the shell, and mm. it's got to it's got the shell flavor. soggy. It's got some I'll tell you what. Let's, yeah. let's head over to Greenhouse today. Their street tacos are amazing. They're not ground beef, by the way. No, they're not. They're uh, shredded beef. They, they are, and they're very good. So go Wait to Greenhouse uh, Coffee today, folks. Twenty two ninety nine East Seventeenth. Oh, wow. Let them know that you heard about it right here on Pastors Live. Get yourself a good cup of coffee and then an amazing glazed donut chaser. Boom! That's a great lunch. There you go. You're what, very what are you looking at me for? I, I'm dude? trying to because you had me hanging on like every word, thinking that Greenhouse was offering street tacos. They do. They do. Do they really? Every Tuesday. Yeah. Every Tuesday. How did I not know this? I don't know. You deliver donuts. I have. How many know? times have I come up and had coffee with you? This is the same yeah, face, right? and you've never found told out me. James at Wipeout. That's the same yeah. face. Oh yeah. Two times in I one feel week. So like slated, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, we, but uh, yes, Dave, yeah. that is the perfect lunch. That sounds like the that perfect is, lunch. That is the perfect lunch. I'm going uh, to go get James. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, we just need to get a little help there. Um, so, goodbye, oh, little help from my friend. Yeah, we have, oh, you do some Beatles today. Uh, getting by with a little help from our friends. That would be good. Um, so, hey, the other guy has made wait, it ready, today. Ready, ready? Wait, no, 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 wait. Let, let, let him get on his microphone. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Settle down, <laughs> Dean. Settle down. I got it. So, Thanks yeah, for bringing so, James. I want you to know. Too, James, James yeah, I love you, bro. Yeah. I want you to know. So, you know, let him settle. I will. So, I will. Absolutely. So I am so excited. Dean I have so been waiting for this you. moment. So he's Look, in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the Wiggler. <laughs> So, moving on to the word. So, uh, welcome to the show, the other guy, James. Well, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you. This is what he gets. What for, a this is what a welcome, man. Yeah, that was great. Uh, this is what you get for coming late, but uh, you know. But yeah, this is. Uh, by the way, it is National Taco Tuesday today uh, and we've got some great readings today we do have some questions and comments that came in one of the questions is actually attached to yesterday's reading but one of the things that we were talking about yesterday was the holy spirit was who the holy spirit is the giftings of the holy spirit and how the holy spirit uh, functions uh, in our life and as a person in our life and and i think you know, it's important to realize that there is an outpouring of the Spirit of God that we see in the Scriptures upon the church. And there is an indwelling of the Spirit. Uh, we see that in Ephesians. We see an outpouring in Acts. And and I want to encourage people, look, if you have questions about, you know, the Spirit, uh, we talked about eschatological yesterday. That's the big fancy word for end times things, uh, that, you know, Dave's version. But pneumonology would be the study of the spirit, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit, understanding, you know, pneumonology proper if you're going to talk about God and, and, and all that. But I would hope that we would take time to realize that there is a relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit, with God, through the Spirit. And there is an empowerment of the Spirit in the life of the church to do the work of ministry. You know, one of the... Guys, we talked about uh, yesterday um, off air 
um, a real hero. Yes. Uh, Brother Andrew. Here's a guy led who totally led by the Spirit, right? Um, I don't know if you guys have read God's okay. Smugglers. One of the first yeah. uh, books uh, I read when I was a kid was God's Smuggler, um, just a, a book to read. And he instantly became my hero. And um, that that propelled, you know, even further my, my love and interest in missions. Brother Andrew, if you're not aware, Brother Andrew uh, was known as God's smuggler. Um, during the uh, Third Reich, he smuggled um, Bibles uh, into countries where the Bible was not allowed. And one of the great stories about Brother Andrew, I mean, just, you know, there are so many great stories where you know he'd be in a hotel behind the iron curtain and the holy spirit would wake him up and say climb out the window and he'd wake out of sleep and he would climb out the window and seconds later you know the ss would kick in the door and he's already in his little volkswagen driving down the road i mean but one of the great stories of brother andrew uh, when he first started he was smuggling bibles behind the iron curtain and he had Bibles in the, the trunk of his Volkswagen, which, of course, is in the front, right? And so he, you know, he lift up that little door in the front of his Volkswagen bug and just pour as many Bibles as he could into the front of his Volkswagen. And uh, then he'd pull up and he'd, he'd always pull over just before he'd get to the guard station. And he would just pray, Lord, in the Bible, you made blind eyes see. I pray that you'll make seeing eyes blind. And then he would pull up to the guard station and they'd lift up that latch, you know, the the hatch, look right at the Bibles and see nothing and close it down and wave them through. And uh, he's just an amazing guy. Brother Andrew ultimately went into 125 countries with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit. And uh, last week, he went home finally uh, to be with Jesus at the age of 94. Yeah, 94 years old. That crazy? And he was yeah. still doing crazy stuff. I mean, the guy just last year was going into countries where he wasn't supposed to go. Just doing crazy stuff for Jesus, man. So, so you're talking it. about the Spirit of God in, uh, propelling him forward and, and motivating him to respond and to give him favor in situations yes. like where they open that front of the VW. And I was thinking about maybe there's someone listening out there who doesn't understand the concept of the Holy Spirit. It's it's a person of the triune Godhead. Now we have things that we can compare to in our culture, like, oh, you've got the American spirit. Now that's just an idea. <laughs> the American spirit is merely an idea and an idea is powerful enough to cause people to respond in a certain way. But think about how much more powerful the Holy Spirit is because yeah. he's not just an idea. He is a person of the triune Godhead who created everything and he invites you into relationship with him. I, I love how you said that because I've never, for me as a Christian, I've never considered the Holy Spirit as an idea. Right. But like the but the thing about the force or that, you know, we kind of, you know, growing up during the Star Wars era, you know, there was the force for the good and you know, there's a force with everything. And it, it very, yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> but the idea is like, but the Holy Spirit's not an idea. And I love that because I think in some cases people like the, the idea of the spirit, the idea of God, the spirit, instead of the person of God, the spirit. One of the things I loved about uh, a quote from Brother Andrews, he says, he says, I am not an evangelical stuntman, he said. Right. I'm just an ordinary guy just an ordinary 
what I did, anyone can do. Now, I want you to think about that. Here's a man who went into all these countries smuggling Bibles for the sake of the gospel, and he says, I'm I'm not a stuntman. I'm I'm not crazy. I'm an ordinary guy, and anyone can do what I do. And so what you think about this right now, what do you want to do to the listener? What do you want to do for the Lord? Well, you got to realize we're just ordinary men and women. I mean, James talks about that idea of prayer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, Elisha was a man with the same nature as ours, yet he prayed earnestly and it did mm-hmm. not rain. Right. And then he prayed again and it rained, right? Of course, that's always fun when you go and he, he's, he's, he's praying, he's saying, hey, go, go look. You know, and the servant goes, nope, nothing. You know, it's like, it's like going, to, oh, wait, there's a flip. Okay, good. Right. God's going to do it, right? Right. Um, and, and because, so, because God's promises can be confirmed. God's not afraid to of confirm. confirmation. That's right. He's not yeah. afraid to confirm his promises. That's right. And every and one of the things I love about being in this room with the guys that are here and also in the room next door where they're doing something else. I don't know right now. But, uh, but oh, I thought you were talking about the Potato Head family. <laughs> well, the Potato family is, well, the exception of Bob the Big Boy and the Potato Heads, I know everybody here is filled with the Spirit. Simeon, he won't tell us. So, But I, I think that we have to understand that he's an ordinary guy and he is a man who is just like every other man and anyone can do what he did mm-hmm. and we need and we need to pause for a minute kind of honor that legacy and right and and you know kind of breaks our heart what a great man of the lord and and unfortunately we have a lot of great men of god that are dying there's a generation that's dying mm-hmm. and and we need to step up to the plate Yep, um, as, and we've as got some generation. people that I think are going to step up to the plate and do want to step up to the, like you talked about yesterday though, Dean. It's you know you got to you got to break through that fear, you got to break through that hesitation. You have to you have to recognize that you know I have the spirit of the living God in me and speaking to me. So you go back and like you said. You go back to that place of worship and wait for the Holy Spirit to speak like Acts 13. You know, Ty, you and I were talking to the children uh, at our school last week um, about, you know, whatever you do, you do it as unto the Lord, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Whether you're running, leaping, whatever it is, you're praising God. If you're singing, if you're being silent, if you're speaking, you want everything you do to praise the Lord. We talked, Ty and I were talking to the children and we told him about Eric Liddell or Eric Little, uh, who, you know, he was called the Flying Scotsman. Again, great guy, just yeah. like our brother Andrew, you know. Uh, here's a guy that just said, look, I all I know is God made me fast. That's all I know. <laughs> and he says, he told his sister, she was like, oh, you know, you're going to go waste your time at the Olympics and God's called you to be a missionary. And he says, I am a missionary, but I also know that God made me fast. And here's a guy who in 1924 said, I won't run on Sunday. That's the Lord's Day. And the Olympic Committee was all tied up in knots. I said, wait a minute, you know, what are we going to do? This guy's supposed to run the 100 meter. And he said, I, I won't run on Sunday. Sorry. It's and so Lord's they Day. changed it. He ran the 400. And the guy who trained for the 400 ran the 100 for Eric. And here's a guy who did not train for the 400 meter. And he brought home the gold. Because he honored the Lord. And he told his sister, he said, all I know is this. When I run, I can sense the Spirit of God in me. And from that, because he's a runner, he ends up in China as a missionary 
becomes a prisoner of war. The Japanese, you know, uh, invaded China. He becomes a prisoner of war. And when they find out what they have, like, oh, this guy here, that's the flying Scotsman. And they want to ridicule his God. And so they're all challenging Eric to run. And he's malnourished. He'd been beaten and tortured. The bottoms of his feet were all bloody. And they would make him run. And they would they would race him. And he would just pray. And the Spirit of God would come upon him. And he'd beat him. You know, and here the these Japanese guards had the best shoes, the best you know clothes. He was in tatters, and uh, his bottom of his feet were just bleeding. And he said the spirit of God would just come upon him, and he would run. And the point is, it doesn't matter what you do, ordinary guy, ordinary uh, guy, brother Andrew, yep. Eric Liddell, whoever, just doing the ordinary things under the power of the Holy Spirit, and the gospel is preached. So many of the guards came to faith through Eric. Um, so many of the other prisoners came to faith. And why? Because the guy ran, but he ran under the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Amen to that. Hey, so we had a comment uh, or a question that came in from Marcus Davison here in uh, Pocatello. And he's, he's got a great question. He says, first of all, he says, love your podcast. So thank you. We do too. We are, we're enjoying doing it. Um, and it's so nice to have the episodes available on Apple Podcasts now. Yay! Woo-hoo! Way to go, Gary. Way to make it happen. Uh, and, 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 nice. and by the way, when you go to Spotify now and you type in Pastors Live, we pop to the top. Yes, yes, we, we do. do. Uh, so yeah. uh, we've been on for what a week and a half now, yeah. and our average listeners, uh, our average episodes get like fifteen listens. 15, I think. Yeah. So we're we're shooting for fifteen thousand, but yeah. you know, so feel free to share. Uh, but that's so pretty, only fourteen thousand eighty-five to go. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so that's we're good. we're working through it, you know. Uh, but he says uh, he goes on. He says I have a simple yet complex question from Ephesians chapter two. So. That was our reading yesterday. And he says, what's the difference between mercy and grace? Can you have one without the other? Thanks. So uh, when we're talking about uh, the word for grace in the scripture, there's a beautiful Greek word called charis, um, which is a word for grace. Uh, But then you also, when you're uh, looking at the text, there's a the word for mercy means pity or compassion. You know, that's uh, what those words mean. And so is there a difference between the two? Well, yeah, absolutely. There's a difference between the two. Um, I'm going to throw it out at the table, but I'll give a great example I use with my kids. So my boys did something wrong, and they knew they got, were going to get a spanking, and they didn't get the spanking. That was mercy, not mm-hmm. getting what they did deserve. And then there were times, and we would explain, that's mercy. And then there were times they would do something bad. They knew they were going to have to get a spanking. And then we would not give them the spanking, which was mercy. And then we'd take them to ice cream, which was grace. And so we practically taught them the difference between mercy and grace through behavior. To say, you know you did wrong. Yes, you're not going to get punished. That's mercy. Thank you. Great. Now we're going to go to ice cream. What? I don't deserve ice cream. And they would say that. And that's the point. You don't deserve it. Grace is something you don't deserve. It's not earned. You're given grace. I mean, that's one of the ways that we taught it. Maybe that'll help Marcus a little bit. What, you guys want to jump in on that a little bit? Well, that's what we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you that's guys that's what we thing? did, that's, raising our children. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. Grace is when you do get what you don't deserve, and it's by grace we are saved. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't deserve to be saved, that's for sure. 
Right. Well, I drop right. the ball as a parent a lot because I seem to distribute more justice than mercy. And grace <laughs> with my kids. Oh well, let's so. clarify that we would have no, no. I think because I think Dave and I both went through this. We would have moments where you know they would ask for it, and we go, "No, today's yeah. the law." Yeah. Micah six eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ice justice cream and, and mercy. Justice and mercy. That's right. So today's justice. justice. Today is justice. That's right. Yeah. Today's National well, Justice Day. You picked the wrong day to disobey mom. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. what I was going to say because in his question he says, "Can you have?" one without the other and i would say yeah you can yeah. give grace but also get what you deserve without showing mercy i would say yeah. or you don't get the spanking but we're not getting ice cream yeah yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But, there, but there is an area they, w when you look at the scripture when it when paul uses this he says grace and peace to you mm -hmm. and i think those are two that go hand in hand mm -hmm. you really can't experience peace without grace you know, you, you have to experience it in most of his introductions, yeah. with the exception of when right. he does. This is what I love about what he does when he writes to the pastors. He says, grace, yeah. mercy, and peace. I was going to say, only to the pastors does he include mercy, mercy uh, Titus and Timothy. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you run across yeah. someone who who can't embrace the idea of grace? They feel so compelled by their own guilt that they're like, I I can't. I can't accept this gift that God's offering. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, all, all the time. time. And yes. it, what really frightens me is, day, is, is, well, is... That's what we were talking about yeah. the other night, right, Dean? Yeah. There's people who are afraid yeah. of grace. Because yeah. if I embrace grace, uh -huh. um, that means walking away from something I've been told, if I walk away from, I go to hell. Yeah. And they're afraid of grace. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, because I have to work it. I got to earn my salvation, and Whew. and I want to let you know right now that salvation is a free gift of God. Yes. Uh, however, our time clock is not freely giving; it's freely <laughs> taking away right now. So no we're, grace we're from the clock. Of, if you, no grace from the no clock. Mercy. So we're you have we're to out earn of time. Salvation. It's uh, not salvation. Yeah, you can't earn your salvation. It's something that's free gift from God. It's grace. Mm. Um, and so, guys, mm. listen. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead. We got to end there for today, but we'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday, October fifth. It's October, guys. It's already October. I mean, it's like, it's burning fast. We have something coming up at the end of this month that's, that's really important. On October 31st, we've got Light the Night. However, Light the Night is partnering with Operation Christmas Child to, uh, to fill shoeboxes with the gospel for kids around the world. And I know we're running a little long, but Dave, you want to tell them what to bring? Um, because it's just the stuff to fill a shoebox. Sure, stuff like, to fill yeah. a shoebox. So it can be hygiene items. It can be comb and brush. It can be hair things for little girls. It can be a little doll, a Barbie, a Ken. It can be a toy ball, anything. <clears throat> uh, uh, it can be socks or underwear. Anything that can fit into a shoebox they can bring that and get into uh, light and bring their kiddos to light the night. Yep. So the entrance fee is a something, something for, for a, a shoebox shoe for Opera Christmas Child. You can go to the website. Or, or a shoebox. Some people actually bring, bring shoeboxes yeah, shoe that they've packed. Yeah, and that's 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 fine. that's fine too. And so we still need some candy donations. However, we got some for sure, but we right. need some candy donations for that because we're doing the light the night thing with Operation Christmas Child. Listen, you're loved, your family, you're out. If you've got comments or questions, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Greenhouse Takeos. Bye -bye. Right. You could save a few bucks and be better protected from mayhem like me. <laughs> it's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev.